welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Welcome, 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 everybody, to our Kickstart Your Edge Facebook Friday. We've been away for a while, but we're back today, right, here? Yeah, I don't think we've been away for that long. I'm going to go ahead and fade out the music. Fade it yes. out. Uh, we have not been gone for a long time, but we have taken a couple weeks off, and a lot of it is because we have been on-site with clients in different organizations doing the thing that we love to do. So um, with a flight being canceled and not being able to make it to a client's this week, we are having a Facebook Live. And so it's sort of a, a pop-up of our pop-up. <laughs> okay. And then let's just pop up. Oh, I didn't turn that off. Was that on the whole time? No. no. Okay, good. So today, Karen. What are we doing today, Jen? What we're going to do today is we're going to talk uh, quickly short period of time about the thing behind the thing. So in Monday's email that we sent out to our mailing list, we talked about how often we need to really understand that what our clients come to us for coaching is not really the thing. It's what's the thing represents that figures out the things, right? <laughs> yes. I'm just being goofy. I love it. Goof away. So, so you know, I, I think Jen that that this is really important because people want something or they think that they want something and they would all have that something if there wasn't something in their way. But they also all they really, really think a lot of times it's just well that it's that thing that I need to get. But the reason why they don't have that thing is about the thing behind the thing. And they often try to fix the thing or put a band-aid on a bullet hole like we say all the time. And that's, that might get you a temporary fix, but it's not going to get you real sustainable kind of change. And, you know, Jen, I think that we should just, let's just really quickly um, just hit on where, I mean, we've been talking about the thing behind the thing for years and years and years, but where it really reared, it's, I don't want to say it's ugly head because it's no. a phenomenal concept, was when back, you know, Five years ago, five and a half years ago now, when I was going through what we called healing treatments, which were also chemo for when I had breast cancer. And we were waiting to go get the healing treatments and we're in the waiting room. And there was this girl, she was crying, she was young, she was talking to all these people about this concept where they cold capped you, right? So you basically was like putting ice on your head. And the people, a lot of, uh, not a lot, but it looked like, it really looked like a tailgate party because it was coolers all over the place with this ice in it that people were on their head. And the thing with that was that it was supposed to help with your hair falling out. Now, I was just like, screw it, I'm just shaving my head. But this girl, let's just say she came to you with coaching, right? And she was like, oh my gosh, you know, she wants to get this cold capping. The thing here is so often people will go into, well, how can you get that? And, you know, what is it that you really want to, you know, get out of that cold capping or different things like that? 
But the big thing here is understanding what does her hair represent? That's the thing behind the thing. It's not, behind, it's not the hair. But what does the hair represent? Take it away, Jen. No, I love that. So let's even break that down a little bit. So if we were to think about questions about the thing, I'm thinking about getting cold capping and I'm not sure what I should do, right? Questions about that are going to be, well, um, you know, what's the risk? What have you considered? What are the pros? What are the cons? How willing are you to risk it? What's the investment worth to you? How will you know that you can make this decision? And truthfully, how do you make peace with the decision? Those are all coaching the thing. Find questions. They may help your client be able to make a decision. However, if we look at the thing behind the thing, it's exactly. So what is it that you will you hope the cold cap will give you? Well, rumor on the street is, is that my, it'll keep my hair uh, and I won't lose my hair due to the chemo treatments. That's where the coaching is. And what does your hair represent? Why is it important for you to keep your hair? If you don't have your hair, what does that say about you? What does that mean about you? If you do have your hair, what feeling do you have? Like all of that kind of thing. So if you coach the story, you're coaching about the decision of A or B. You coach the thing behind the thing. And it's really about understanding what the thing represents so that you um, get more of an insight of who you are in this world. You know, Jen, this is just, again, that gets back to when you go into problem solving, right? And problem solving, not such a bad thing, but not in this case. You don't want to go into that problem solving. You don't want to fix it. That puts you with the rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic concept. And when you're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic, we know that sucker's going down anyway, right? Why would you fix the chairs? It might look nice, all the pretty rows neatly arranged, but it, it's not going to really help anything because that's really, really where, you know, on the that's the surface level. And without searching for the thing behind the thing, we just, again, we just rearrange deck chairs and it might temporarily feel okay, but it, you don't want to get tripped up and sink. Sink. <laughs> sink. Uh, love it. So, you know, it's, in, it's interesting um, because so often we can get triggered and trapped into the story, the original thing the client brings. Ways to be able to know if that is true for you or not is if you're asking questions about the story versus who the person is that you're actually coaching. So it depends on if you're asking questions about their who or are you asking questions about what they bring to the session? So that's just one of the things to really think through and to say, where's my questioning, right? Where is it that I am stuck in the details? If you start to do action pretty quick out of the gate, what's one small step? You know, how are you going to questions that start with how uh, breaking things down? What are you going to do to move forward? All of those is also not coaching the thing behind the thing. It's just trying to get them through their temporary situation. You know what, Jen? This is really about, you know, transformation, 
right? So transformation isn't going to happen if you are moving those deck chairs around on that sinking ship because you want to help your clients explore what's underneath whatever it is that they want. Like Jen was saying, right? The why is that important? And who are they in relationship to what it is that they want or in relationship to what the obstacle actually is? So this is where you really get to explore like what's going on inside? Like what are some of the, the, the feelings that are actually happening? Are they frustrated? Are they overwhelmed? Or are they embarrassed? Or are they excited? Like really, really understanding that. And that's the way to get to sustainable kind of changes because that's where the transformation happens. I love it. So let's hear from you guys. You are watching. Type in a comment. What do you think? Uh, what questions do you have? And uh, what are your thoughts? We'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead. And I know there's a slight delay. So we'll let the comments question, uh, uh, catch up with the um, tape. The tape. <laughs> let's <laughs> go to the real tape. Yeah, the real, the real, right? And let's see what people have to say. Or if not, just say, hi, I'm here listening and I love this. Right? <laughs> so whatever it is that works for you. It's funny. I was listening to something on the radio today about the, I guess, the Emmys were recently. And the Crown won a ton of um, Emmys, but they are were brought. They were in London or England somewhere, and the delay had it be that they would get announced as the winners, and they'd all be there because they hadn't heard the announcement yet, all prim and proper, like we envision English people to be as they receive the news. But then they go into a uh, exciting frenzy excitement, which we realized was just a tape delay. Okay. <laughs> So Melissa says, is there a good way to tactfully move away from the story to the feelings? So one of the things to realize, though, is that the thing behind the thing is not 100% about feelings, right? So your questions don't have to be feeling-based questions to get there. Everything in the world has to do with feelings. Like at the end of the day, we are motivated or demotivated by pain or by pleasure and feelings are there and they're really what drive each and everything we do. That being said, Melissa Rose, it's not about only asking questions about the feelings, right? So I'm going to give an example. Um, let's say somebody comes to you with a story and they are uh, very upset with their sibling because uh, a parent passed away and there is a vase that both siblings want. Karen is like, where are you going with this? Right. They both want this vase. Uh, the person you're coaching is very upset. They want the vase, the vase, and they're in an argument with their sibling about it. It's causing all this tension. The other person is not backing down either. A question to be able to ask is what does this vase represent? Because it's not about the vase. The vase is just a physical object. It's about what the vase represents. Is it a memory? Is it a uh, something correlated with the person who passed away? Is it power or control? Because the sibling got everything all through their childhood growing up, right? This point, we don't know. But that's not a feelings question. But that is a question that will give you the thing behind the thing all the time. I just want to listen to you say vase like 16 times. It's a funny word, right? Right. All right. With good. a little Midwest accent there. 
Yeah, so part of it, uh, it is. Oh, what was the other word? Uh, Kathy Walter will appreciate it. Will you say it, uh, Kara? I don't know what you're the talking The long about. sticks. What? The oh, the dowel? Yeah. Yeah. Say it again. Dowel. And I call it a doll. And like, I thought we were looking for like dolls. Right. Like D-O-L-L-S. A long stick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Melissa, the thing about moving away from the story, there's ways to do it. Like if we were to rise above this, what's really at stake? If I was to get in a helicopter with you and you look down at everybody's actions, what does that really say? Um, you could say, what does this actually represent? If I was to tell you it had nothing to do with the vase, what does it have to do with? Those are different ways to be able to get somebody out of the story. If you were to let go of the details and get super meta with me, right? What what What's really going on here? You know what, Jen? This is really about understanding like who the person is versus what it is that they're actually going to do, right? So a lot of times we're checking off the boxes for the doing, this is about the essentially being like who it is that you're being and being able to take a look at some things. You know, Jenna, it, we've, we've used this example a couple of times and, and let's say that, you know, you hear your client and they're, you know, you hear a pattern that keeps coming up for your client, you know, just to actually understand. And, and it's not like quote unquote changing the pattern, but we want to feel, we want to understand what's going on behind that. So even questions about like, you know, what do you think about addressing these patterns? You know, I noticed this is happening. What do you think about addressing them? And, you know, how do you connect like what's important to them to those patterns, right? What is, you know, what is the impact on the patterns affect? Like, how does that affect the quality of your life? So the, it's, the pattern is more of the thing behind the thing than the than the thing. I love that. That's great. Um, Ellen typed in here. It's so easy to get stuck in the what. I keep a sticky note on my computer saying TBTT. Love it. Keep that in front. Um, this is this is great, Dawn. I have some ideas for you. This is a long one. We'll see if it actually pops up here. So I have a client who has so many great ideas. I've been working on helping her pick one idea and run with it. But then the next week, she's changed her mind. Every week, same thing, avoidance and noncommittal to take action. I feel like I've been asking the right questions, but she's still stuck. So I'm going to share a little bit of insight that I think is happening. The client is purposely confusing themselves so they don't have to take actions. Right? So if I change my mind, if I'm noncommittal, if I'm, if I'm confused on the right thing to do, all of a sudden it lets me off the hook from doing anything. And I think being able to ask a question around that is, you know what, I have to say, so I would say this, Dawn, I'd say. So I'm noticing a pattern. You pick a we you have a bunch of ideas. We coach together, you find one, you commit to it. You come back, you change your mind. We coach, you commit, you change your mind. So it sounds to me like you are allowing yourselves, allowing yourself to be in this uh, confusion state and not, at, uh, what do you think that's letting you off the hook from? If you were to look at your constantly changing your mind, 
what is beneath that that it gives you permission to do? In what ways does constantly changing your mind help you actually not take action? Because the thing behind the thing is the fear of whatever, not probably, I'm making this up, I don't know the person, but most likely a fear of failure, not working out, putting in the energy, not having the return on the investment. And then the thing behind that thing is what failure feels like and being comfortable with that. So I hope that helps uh, with that. But one of the things I've, I have really been focusing on lately is how confusion, indecision, and a few other emotions are really people's sneaky way of giving themselves permission to not do a damn thing. Yeah, total procrastination. Yeah, but it feels productive. Yeah. I'm thinking, I have ideas, I'm saying I want something, but all of the emotions surrounding it is the is getting me off the hook. From I would say something along the lines. If it got if it kept happening, I, I have zero patience for that. So my question would be more along the lines of when are you gonna put up and it's something you know, put up or shut up. Because because stop talking about ideas. Ideas do nothing unless they're implemented, right? Great, have them. If you don't if you don't connect those ideas to an action, then like why are we talking about them? Yeah, no ideas are a dime a dozen. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Well, anybody else uh, saying uh, anything that we need to do here? <laughs> okay, so one of the things that we want to let you know is that um, we have Cochapalooza coming up. It is a three-part extravaganza, right? It starts on October 14th, and we we uh, have a three-and-a-half-hour uh, content-driven session. Then you have three independent self-study ways to implement what it is that you learn. And then we have a wrap-up call the following week so that we are being able to do a deeper dive into three core topics and then giving you the integration and application about it. And we're going to be doing TFAR on steroids. We're going to be talking about this thing behind the thing that we just talked about at a much deeper level. Plus, we're going to explode emotional intelligence. The cool thing is, is that we uh, also will be listening and have access to true coaching, audio, and transcripts to be able to help form and see where things shift. How do we get stuck in the story? And then how do we do that? Uh, how do we get out of that and really coach the thing behind the thing? So um, that is what we wanted to share. It starts on October 14th. I will need to put the link to the sign up in the Facebook group so that you have that. And it's super inexpensive, especially if you take advantage of the early bird, which is if you sign up before October 8th, um, you know, I don't know what it is. Two <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head, but you saved money. And I got to tell you, it's a good bang for your buck. What do you think, Karen? I, I think, yeah. And, and yeah, just lots of time, intensive stuff. Your questions are going to get answered. We're going to have, you know, some real life hands-on things that are happening for you. Some, you know, things that you'll walk away with and really be able to implement immediately because we do like immediate gratification. Well, and I was wrong on that. It's less than 300 bucks, right? Still a huge bang for your buck, 296 for the early bird pricing. We know that you're going to be um, 
a part of it. So I will post it right now into the comments field. And that is the link for registration. So we're really hoping we can see people on. So Karen, um, what is another technique that you have to be able to helicopter out of the story? Um, I, I think for me, it's just, you know, Jen, it's, it's sometimes like, why, why are you telling me all of these details? Like, like, why are you saying what it is that you're really saying? Like, why is it important? Like, if, if you were just to take your own time out for a sec and give me the highlights and bullet points, what do I really need to know right now? Because I got it. I, one of my, well, one of my specialties is just streamlining that stuff, right? My, exactly, just lasering right in. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to curse right now. But often I'm like, why the F are we talking about this? Because it's not about what's important. It's all the distraction and it's so much noise. I hate noise. I hate too many details and I hate too much noise. I, I check out. So the most effective way to help people is just time out, right? I want to call a time out right now. And I want to just let's laser focus in on what's really going on right now. Because, and that's another great question. Listen, what's really going on right now? And, and, and just like that, Jen, like, really? What's really going on right now? Because it ain't about that. So tell me what it is about. You know, I love how you said that here because it actually made me think one of the techniques that you can use with your client if they're giving you a lot of details and Karen said the noise is to say, there's so much going on about this. You are stuck in the swirl of the details. If you were to sit and be quiet, what's this really about? What are you laughing at? You just sit and be quiet. Sit and be quiet. Um, the other tip that I'll give from my perspective of getting out of the story is Barney Rebel questions. You guys know what that means, short and broad. The shorter and broader your questions can be without pulling in context, wah, that helps you uh, get out of the uh, details of the story. You know, I think, Jen, it's really, too, about developing relationships with your clients. And, you know, there's, it's not every person that I work with that I'm going to say, like, why the F are we talking about this? In the beginning, some I will, but it's, it's going to be over time, you create the relationship with your client and you need to be you as a coach. I am not, I, I'm very compassionate, but I am so, so, so straightforward that, you know, I, I can do both and I know when to bring them both in, but it's, it's about how do you balance you? Because I don't coach like Jen. She doesn't coach like me. And, you know, we've learned things from each other over the years, which is great. And that's what we want you to do. And, and you know, Jen, this is a lot about coaching Palooza too, because we let people get in our heads. Yeah. Right. We let them get in our heads and we're like, okay, so let me give you a little bit of the backstory. This is why I just did this, right? These were the thoughts that were spinning around in my head as you were saying X, Y, and Z. So we let you get in our heads and understand how it is we approach things, right? You can get in Jen's head and you can get in my head and ask, and, and Coach Palooza too is about asking us these kind of questions like, okay, great. 
with the thing behind the thing, right? With TFAR, with all these kind of things, like, what do you think? And we will tell you what we think. We will tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and how it's going to be able to help you take your coaching to the next level by being you, not being us, being you, because you need to be you. That's where you have the most available energy, right? You don't have to fake it, right? You get to be you and pull all sorts of cool little things from different places and then make it fit you. If you're funny, be funny. Uh, so one last comment that I do want to address really quickly, and then we're going to get out, uh, is Kathy said, what about out loud processors that need and want to tell you everything? So, uh, so there's a couple of things, right? So if they are out loud processing on purpose, moving forward, well, I could do this and then I could do that. And no, I don't want to do that. That's not going to work. I will settle on this. That's called moving forward. That's great. Out loud processing to tell you the story that they already know, not great, right? So if people, so what I often do is I'll say things like, they're telling me things they already know. How do I get them to tell me things they don't know? And that's the way I think about my coaching questions, right? So if they're just telling me the story and the story and the story and the story, that's not out loud processing. That's just talking, Processing is how do I process a concept and an idea, something new? How do I move forward? So that's the way I view it. So I think being able to distinguish between the two. Hey, Jen, just really quick. And this is a great example of an outlet processor. What do you want to do for dinner tonight? Well, I think that my first thought is I don't want to have ground turkey because we've had a lot about that. I would like fish. I know we can't have any leftovers because we're going out of town. And um, you know what? Let's just order in pizza. Okay. Hey, Karen, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? Let's get pizza. There you have it. I'm right an out loud processor. Right. <laughs> right there. Out loud processor, inside voice processor, right? A lot of the same things are happening here, but you don't need to hear them all for me. Jen processes that way. And if I were to stop that, like she wouldn't get to, maybe she would get somewhere else, but she's not going to be able to process all those thoughts. And that was an oversimplification of an out loud versus an internal processor. And that was, that was the process. I was coming to a conclusion and I didn't know the answer. Now, if I was in the story, I would say, well, you know, last night we had uh, a lot of ground turkey. In fact, you know, it's interesting. The way we decided to cook that ground turkey was uh, we used that new skillet and then we had those spices. I'm just trying to make up stupid examples. Blah, 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 blah. That's a story that's not getting me to the future state of coming to a decision. So, which is and- and how I would have coached that if she would have went completely sideways, I would have went, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> and there you have it, people. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in-crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real. (laughs) 